Hello and welcome to ESG A Bridge to Action presented by PwC India in association with moneycontrol.com. Today we are going to talk about sustainability as a path where technology is playing an important enabler and many innovations are taking place across the world and in India. Let me welcome on the show two experts joining us. We have with us Ashish Bhandari who's joining us from Thermax and Shudipto Ghosh of PwC India. Gentlemen, so good to have you on the show. But before we discuss this, uh, let's first hear out a sustainability note. ESG measures and practices are now more important than ever before for businesses of all sizes. ESG practices will not only help us thrive in present, but also help future-proof ourselves. With growing alertness and environmental consciousness, the interplay between ESG practices and business strategy is constantly increasing. And since pandemic, it is only accelerating. As leaders, we must acknowledge that we are part of the problem. Hence, it's our responsibility to change what we do and how we do it. At Volvo Cars, we have built our ESG practices around three pillars, climate action, circular economy, and running an ethical and responsible business. We are investing in these areas and creating an organization that encourages constant improvement and innovation around these practices. And we need to reduce our direct and indirect emissions as well. So we are tackling CO2 emissions within our supply chain and operations. This includes embracing circular economy practices. My first uh, question to you, Sudipto, from uh, the PwC India standpoint, where you have an interface with so many corporates and so many technological evolutions that are taking place, how do you see the space evolving and the kind of importance it holds in the sustainability um, journey for the companies? Okay. Uh, thank you very much, Nisha, for this uh, important question. Uh, I do feel that technology will play a very big role uh, in days to come in terms of ensuring that organizations can embrace ESG. Just to give you a few examples, when we are talking about environment, the first thing which comes to our mi- mind is the net zero or the carbon emission. And there are three ways by which technology is helping. The first one is that the entire technology of how you are doing the conversion process So, for example, if you're replacing clinker with fly ash in a cement manufacturing process, the second area which where technology can help is just to change the sources of uh, energy uh, to uh, renewable sources. So, for example, when we are talking about the electric vehicles uh, from an automotive perspective, we are saying that uh, batteries can replace um, polluting uh, fuels like petrol and diesel. Uh, The third uh, aspect of a technology is that even if you cannot reduce the carbon emissions, you can still capture it. We're talking about blue hydrogen where the carbon has to be trapped and captured so that it doesn't be emitted into the environment. We also look at technologies in terms of recyclability, particularly of uh, precious resources like land and water. Uh, And how do you ensure that you are recycling uh, the water and the waste? So far, I've been talking only about the environmental aspect. But there is also a social aspect of ESG. And uh, for example, if I'm having a cup of coffee in the morning, do I really know the coffee bean has been sourced from a place which is not employing child labor or giving equal wages? Now, with the help of blockchain, it is possible for you to figure that out and trace it back to the origin. Uh, Also, from an employee health and safety perspective, we are seeing usage of uh, 
advanced analytics and artificial intelligence in terms of ensuring that your surveillance and safety of your employees can be taken care of. Uh, now, there, uh, uh, it doesn't even stop only at a social level. We are also talking about governance. One big aspect of governance is how you are capturing the data related to carbon consumption and how you are storing that information in your different systems and coming from your different sources. And then you are able to uh, share that information to your internal and e external stakeholders in a very, very seamless and automated way where technology reporting uh, can play a very, very big role in terms of you being compliant from a governance perspective. Let me ask Ashish. Ashish, from Industrial's point of view and uh, the role that Thromax is playing, what has been your experience on technological transformation in India and how are you seeing it develop for people? Okay. Nisha, first, I think we have to be clear that climate change is something which is for all of us in India is not something that's too distant. And the impact of climate change has shown India as one of the high-risk countries. Um, I think a good chunk of our cities that are on the close to the waters, which are including big ones like Mumbai, are all at risk of um, significant impact from climate change. So the urgency is, is here and now. What this urgency means then is that we need to act. And uh, acting means in particularly for India right now is coming up with solutions that are both sustainable, but also ensure availability. And by availability, it means that it is applicable in a big way and ap applicable in a cost-effective manner. So Ashish, when you uh, you know look at this particular space, what are the basic challenges and the usual challenges that are being faced currently? And uh, what are the solutions and the resolutions that you have looked into in the recent past? So Nisha, let me take two examples here. I'll first take uh, hydrogen and I'll compare it with what happened on the solar side. Yeah, because they're good comparables. Solar in the um, 2009-2010 timeframe, after the US came out of the big financial crash, some of the government support that came in where the government was looking to spend from its side, spent fair bit on some of these new areas providing subsidies where solar in the US had subsidies for a significant period of time, similar parallels in Europe as well. That whole thing resulted in a massive cost reduction on solar. It could make that technology could come into play, scale could come into play. And now hydrogen will go through a similar curve, yeah, where the early people that come in will drive technology in hydrogen, will drive the cost curve down significantly. The choices are twofold for India. India yeah? We are not even a 1% player in the manufacturing of solar. Is that yes. something that we are comfortable living with? Because if you don't have projects, no one's going to invest in India to build up capacity. And yes. the PLI will take us in the right direction to do. This has to be a combination of government policy, industry taking bets, and Thermax will. Yeah, we, we will put together knowing that a good chunk of our R&D budgets, well above what we do in the norm, we are willing to put at risk to make sure that we are ready with the technology aspects. Now we would love to see the industry come to play as well so that we can do some of these projects jointly. All of these are partnership approaches to move this forward. In my opinion, we should not stay out of the game 
wait for the cost of hydrogen to come down in the rest of the world and only then we play. What are the key enablers for technology adoption at scale? Uh, a few participants are adopting it. Some of the big companies have more of an insight and they are able to adopt it better. But what about uh, the adoption at scale? So that's a great question, Nisha. And I think it is very critical for organizations first to have a very well thought out strategy. And even before you can uh, have a strategy, you need to raise your level of awareness. And when we are talking about awareness, we are talking about awareness from two perspectives. One is from an awareness of the expectation of the stakeholders. And secondly, the awareness about the different technologies which are available, which can help you to move in that direction. And both are equally important. Once that is th there, then the next level would be to create a very well-defined strategy. And that is going to be a starting point in terms of how you are going to tackle the ESG issues. Once these two have been done, the next step would be to create pilots, POCs, and figure out that, that you are not being bogged down by the cost of impairment of using the old technology or losing that to our new technology. And also, uh, you can figure out if there are benefits in terms of innovation, reaching out to new customers or new ways of uh, making the same product where you can enhance your ability to communicate better to your customers and then can also result in a competitive advantage. Uh, so creating those pilots, seeing early success, communicating that success to the rest of the organization is going to be very critical. And then last but not the least is a very continuous program through which you are constantly monitoring, constantly evolving and constantly changing yourself over a course of time. Very, very consistent with the overall strategy so that you can always um, go back and fall back. And if you need to change anything or tweak anything, you can do that so that you are staying true to the promises which has been made. So these four steps will be very critical for an organization to embark in their journey uh, towards becoming more ESG friendly. So Ashish, from your point of view, what, what are those technologies and innovations that are really required at this point for India to meet its net zero goals? Nisha, there are three categories of solutions. And let me take with uh, the biggest one. Uh, it's the biggest one, even though the world is talking the least about it. And that relates to cleaning up coal. Yes. Uh, coal is 60% of India's energy basket. And it's a big provider of um, employment, a whole host of um, other uh, ecosystem-based commitments that coal provides. And if you take coal out of India's energy basket, at least with current set of technologies that are there, there's just not enough solar and wind that can bridge the gap. Yes, yeah, so yeah. first thing is we have to find a way to make coal cleaner. And this has to be an India-based play because most of the other technology is out of China and um, it's not technology that we are really interested in. So how do you work with India high ash coal to gasify it and carbon capture it? Both gasification and carbon capture are areas that India should look at uh, very actively. Uh, Thermax itself has developed in, in with DST funding along with IIT Delhi, uh, what we think is India's and possibly the world's most leading technology in terms of uh, gasifying high ash Indian coal. So that's one area. Second is taking agro-waste and biomass and converting it into energy in all forms. And this has to be done carefully to make sure that 
and this has got two effects here yeah? one if you do not uh, bring it into a formal supply mechanism farmers will burn them and then you get pollution if you can bring this agro waste into the formal system they go through a process in which they get used with very little pollution yes something that is carbon neutral and so helps tremendously i think india needs to start getting technology very very quickly which means we need to do technology partnerships we need to start setting up plants in india just start to do demonstration projects yes yeah, so that we understand how the technology gets deployed what are the various elements we can do technology partnerships and then using pli kind of schemes uh, drive the adoption of the technology very quickly that is on the supply side on the demand side um uh, request uh, steel cement fertilizers petrochemicals to at least start blending in hydrogen we can then continue to improve and reduce our cost curve um in sync with where, what happens to the rest of the world so ashish bandari you added a lot of uh, thoughts on that particular aspect as well shudipto uh, thanks for giving us a clear direction and guidance to the companies who are going on the sustainability It's an end to this very interesting discussion. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks to our viewers for tuning in.